Just a quick warning. I now live in sort of an old house and I could not shut one of the windows. What? Yeah, I can I can open it more. I'll tell you what, that's okay for summer. You moved again? Uh, I can't remember. if I think it's still since the last time I moved. If you can't remember whether or not you've moved... I can't. You're going to cause some trouble if you go back to one of your old places and there's just someone there, but you walk in after a day of work swearing to yourself, oh, fucking... Fucking HR telling me off for my espadrille maintenance at work. You cobble a lot of espadrilles. You go in, pants straight off. Wow. I know what you're like. I've <laughs> got the pants. Your, your wife runs out, little couple yellow stains, but it's just the wife and kid. They've seen you at your worst. You, can't, you, you walk into the front door and you yell, oh, I want sausages tonight. Let's go out for sausages. And then there's just a woman there. Who the fuck <laughs> are you? I actually did go back to a place I used to live and met the person who lives there. He just talked to me for a long time. Oh, yeah, you go out for sausages. Uh, I didn't mention that. Yeah, um, he had art all over the wall. Now he he's got a baby. He's like, it's me and the baby now. I'm like, nice to meet you. Do you have that mail that was here? He's like, tell me, tell me more about you. I'm like, uh, I used to live here, and I just wanted to come get the mail. I was in a loft in New York City. When my baby was born. It went on like that. It was nice, but it was intense. Yeah. In the midst of the pandemic, too. A lot of germs maybe going to be exchanged, but neither of us died. So you know. Maybe it really was just him and the kid and he was just bored and lonely. <laughs> I think that's... Oh, my God. An adult to talk to. Someone who, as far as I know, doesn't shit themselves. And I mean, you disappointed him on that front, I hope. <laughs> Still, to give them some hope to cling to, at the very least at that point, is still a, a gift. Yeah. Yeah, he was very hopeful about me. He he kept me on that porch for a good half hour. Yeah. And me being me, I just stayed. But eventually, eventually he handed over the Maxim magazines and you went home. <laughs> Vintage as well. You've been getting them off eBay. Danny Minogue. Danny or Kylie? Danny. I'm not familiar with Danny Minogue. Well... Tell me more about Danny Minogue. You're familiar with uh, silvery underwear because it was in Maxim magazine. Is that right? You know, I've been corresponding with someone who's working to be the next... Danny Minogue. <laughs> the next Danny Minogue. Uh, Becky Jewell, I think her name is. She's an incredible artist and a model. She's trying to become uh -huh. the Maxim's next something something girl. I can't remember. I vote for her just out of the sake of voting. Well, I think she's going to be facing some pretty stiff competition. What, from who? Me. <laughs> and my boner. That's the <laughs> stiff part of the competition. Maxim will not be able to resist when I turn up in my trunks. I think the competition is still going. You could very well win, from what I can tell, because she already has a online following, and because she's you know a great artist, a great model, yeah. and a very nice person. She's doing pretty well, and you, I think she has like three thousand followers on Twitter, so she's doing pretty well. You have even more. Well, you could win. You could cinch it. Well, I'm at a point where I've got to like leverage what I have now because I'm losing about hundred Twitter followers a day. <laughs> Really? Not a day, but close. I think it's because I keep tweeting about wrestling. <laughs> what? Who wouldn't want that? That's about... Most of my followers. 
It's so on brand, though. You've been doing it for yeah. a while, and you are... You've always had a wrestler spirit. Well, the only other thing is I've started posting more selfies, and I ain't got the self-esteem to put it on that. I think you should post a lot more selfies. You look I'm great. Gonna, I'm going to get my tits out, and then they'll be in Maxim. <laughs> I think it could happen. Max Jim. <laughs> That's what they call that issue. <laughs> Maximum Jim. Yeah, I think it will coax out a lot of issue as well. Hey. Semen and cum. Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again. Jonathan. Mm. Reality TV. Yes. We got to bring you back to your roots. You know how much it would delight me if you were famous. Yes. I mean, we live for it. Yeah. At least temporarily until I got jealous. But you know how much it would delight me for a day the day you became famous. Again? Yeah. Famous again, you could say. Yeah. Mm. Boston's favorite son will rise again. Rise up, gamers. Uh, and I'm a little bit offended that you're not famous yet. You offend me with your uh, lack of notability. I'm the one who has offended you because I <laughs> am not appreciated by others. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Exactly. It yeah. pisses me off. You haven't tried hard enough. Really? I'm on social media every day. I got a, a recent tweet about socialism that has like 600 likes. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I can put your hand on my balls, but I can't make you tug. On the balls? Oh, I'm just, just giving me a yank. <laughs> Ouch. That sounds, sounds like a prank. That sounds oh, like a... Some people are into it. That's true. I want to know how hard I would like my balls yanked. And how do you find out if you don't have someone to yank them for <laughs> a you? A trusted friend and colleague. I trust you to yank on my balls, Jonathan. Wow. I would not trust myself. I would fear causing you any harm. That's why I trust you. Because I'm so afraid. Because, yeah, when I said to Conrad the other day, will he get my balls? It's like, just straight in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Gung ho. I was already cupping. Yeah. Now... I appreciate the enthusiasm, but I think I do need someone a little, a little more gentle mm. for my first tug. I can be very clinical. It's true. Mm, almost, almost sterile mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the point where I thought that's how I'd end up if he tugged anymore, Jonathan. <laughs> What's the end game for the tugging on the scrotum of the testicles? Where, where does that go? Um. <laughs> you don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> it's given me a lot to think about. <laughs> maybe it's a means justifies the ends, or maybe the means are the ends. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who knows what's at the end of a bull tugging session, Jonathan? I certainly don't. All I know is Conrad sees the means of my production. <laughs> hey, that was all right. Yeah. Hey, we did all right. You are... 
connecting the dots. That was that was actually a joke. We had a fun. I mean, the whole bit, the whole first five. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Jonathan, where's your next reality show projects? Ah, uh, I don't. There's there's talk of a couple of things. Life in the Crow House. You already know it's Life in the Crow House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Straight up. You've got a house. We've got the crows. Basically, Jonathan, we put you in a house full of crows. And then, as a real twist, we see what happens. Whoa. (laughs) What would Jonathan do locked in a house full of crows? The crow house. Just full of crows. Yeah. Just bursting at the seams with crows. If there aren't enough crows... There's that window of Jonathan's that won't close. We'll just shovel more crows in. And I know what you're thinking. Will the crows escape through that very same window? Hell no. Eventually, they will learn not to come back out. Not with the baseball bats. What? Who's got what? <laughs> so it's, a, it's a crow abuse reality show? Is that what it is? No. no. <laughs> the baseball bats read fuck off crows. And they're brandished menacingly, so the crows go back inside. Either that, or we just duct tape the the window shut. What were you suggesting? I was afraid. I'm wondering if the crows... There'll be baseball bats in the crow house, just in case, because I don't know what you, Jonathan, will need to fend them off of. Could be food... Could be medical supplies. Who knows in a crow house? That's why we're doing it, to see what happens. You know, it's funny. Crows are fascinating to people. And they're in a lot of horror. They're in Resident Evil. They're in The Birds, I think. Yeah. In a lot of horror, not enough reality shows. <laughs> well, it, sounds hor- it sounds horrifying. There's going to be a lot of bird feces. There's going to be a lot of crow, yeah. crow droppings. There's going to be... Uh, attacks, because they're very violent birds, as yeah. you know. Very jealous, very opinionated. It's my understanding. And related to the parrot. Yeah. As smart as a parrot, they say, but they can't talk. They just squawk and and peck. Yeah. Squawk and peck, yeah. Papa don't breach. <laughs> That's another one. Another <laughs> another reality show. Another reality show, yeah. This is where we you know chastity belts? Uh yes, I think. Yeah. These are like chastity diapers. <laughs> Basically, we're going to put on um, a sort of cloth diaper, and it's got to be cloth, and you're strapped into it, and it's locked shut. And then we just see how long it takes you to shit yourself. Wow. Yeah, because I know you're not going to want (laughs) to do it. You're not going to want to shit yourself in, I say a diaper, it's cargo pants that we've taped around your legs and at the waist so that they're stuck on, Jonathan. So there's there's a lot of room. There's plenty of room, but... (laughs) That's bad. Yeah, well, that that gives us several stages of intrigue. And that's what what really strikes me as as what's going to be the heart of the show is, first of all, there's what I call the wager. Wow, this is intense and dramatic. Oh, yeah. The wager is how long... Conrad and I are actually placing forfeits on this, right? Mm -hmm. The wager is how long will it take for Jonathan to shit himself? And this is your double or nothing wager. Which fart will be the one that does it? 
<laughs> the fart. Because you're going to hold on until your body makes the decision for you. So at some point, there's going to be a fart you can't hold, and that is when Papa breaches. <laughs> well, and that's what's so great about this as a reality television program is that we can have the audience in real time making votes. You know, oh, is it going to be number seven? Is it going to be number 14? How long can Jonathan hold out? Right. Vote on farts. Fart voting. Yeah. <laughs> Choosing which <laughs> fart is the fart that makes the breach. Fart voting was a was a, a working title for the mm-hmm. for the mm. show. <laughs> I want to say that these are bad ideas. Stage two. Stage two. Yes. Let's slip the dogs of war. What? This is where we place a wager to see how much shit is going to start bursting the seams. <laughs> this is going to be a long filming process. Oh, yeah. So very, very long. Like months, possibly. So it's me alone for months? Not al- alone. I'm not alone because of stage three. What's um, okay. Which is actually titular. Papa don't breach. And that's when people are like, ah, I see. Because there is nothing kids love more than someone shitting themselves. You might be right. And here's the thing. When we give children stones and bags full of other shit to throw at you to try and stop you holding it in, you know, and I know, and Conrad knows that your own son will lead the vanguard. <laughs> there is nothing your son would like more, and you tell me if I'm wrong, than to make you shit yourself. I don't think he would throw a rock at me. He would throw a bag of shit at me, for sure. <laughs> if it was soft. He'll throw soft things at me, including shit bags. Because I was thinking, some of these kids are going to be sadistic little fuckers. Mm. They all want rock stones. And some of the kids are just, you know, they're softer than the shit themselves. So we'll give them softer things. Basically, just anything that you'll have to bat away or, or that will put you off. Yeah, he'd love that. And that's Papa Don't Breach. I'd watch it. Oh, yeah. And the thing about it is these would do well. Mm-hmm. These, <laughs> these shows would yeah. be, not for years, but season one would do well. No, no, but there's a, there's a small audience for the things I say. I don't think it's that small. I think we're talking mm, two million. I've run the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Dwindling by the day. And... F- in some cases, rightly so. I don't know about that. I do think you have fostered an audience for a while and you're evolving. And it's always tough when someone evolves. Well, people do prefer Pikachu to Raichu. Exactly. Yeah. I like the psychic Alolan Raichu, though. I know. And it surfs in the new yeah. thingamajig. I thought you was about to say it surfs in the nude. I mean, technically <laughs> it does. Raichu ain't wearing no clothes. I suddenly had a GameCube commercial idea this morning, and I'm pretty <gasps> worried about it. I love it when you try and sell the GameCube to us. I can't. I'm worried about it. Mm. I'm, I'm stuck with it. It's actually related to my son. My son got really, really mad. He's ex- incredibly bossy and controlling. Is he? And he wanted to go outside. I can't wait to meet this kid. Like, I don't like meeting kids. They make me feel awkward. Like, I just, I don't like them, and I think they judge me. I can't <laughs> wait to meet that one. 
<laughs> Hopefully this summer. I'm hoping to come visit you and Conrad. So Hell yeah, come visit in the summer. I'll take you to a place where you can buy sausages. <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> That's what I was thinking this whole time. Yeah, Conrad, Stephanie, yeah. sausages. <clears throat> yum, yum, yum. Look, I'm just glad I make the list with sausages. Oh, hell you, yeah. You, you, I prefer both of you to any food. So I w- had to poop and I was, <laughs> and he's very impatient. So I'm in there trying to hurry up in the toilet oh, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's crying screaming just, hang on hang on hang on paint paint the picture for me <laughs> yeah right? i really want to to be in the scene i've already gone too far and i wasn't even thinking about <laughs> my i was hearing him screaming like i want to go outside i want to be independent like because he's five now so <laughs> He's yelling he wants to be able to go outside without us, but he's still – and he might actually have been right. The thing about being a parent is sometimes the kid is right. I probably should have let him go outside, but I'm like, just give me one second, then we'll go in the car. He had to go to school. Anyway, so he was very, very upset, and I quickly had to think of something to cheer him up. It's the only time I feel inspired to be creative because I'm afraid of having a miserable – terrible child who is going to blame me for all his problems and turn out to be a terrible person. So I immediately went, have you heard of Dunkle Munkus, the lizard wizard? <gasps> He's also a liquid wizard. He said, Dunkle Munkus, I don't care. And just started like flinging, <laughs> flinging pillows at me. But then I realized Dunkle Munkus, the liquid wizard is actually not that bad of an idea. It's exactly the kind of thing I care about. Is that right? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> We'll go back to you on the toilet with your little pants around your ankles. That's where it all started, yeah. yeah. I mean, we do care about that pretty significantly also. A lot. As much as sausages. It's, everyone does it, I think. It's nothing special that I had to defecate. I had a go this morning. I had a, I had a crack. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Made an attempt. And to be honest, not, not bad. I actually, I, I woke up around 4 a.m. this morning and really took care of business, which is unusual, right? Night pooping? Mm. Yeah, that's not like you. Yeah, it's a little strange, but we, you know, we soldiered on. Night pooping, night pooping. Night faces, that's what I could have said. God damn it. Uh, oh, you know what, though? It's funny because I have been singing night pooping that same song for years now every time I take a dump at, after 8 p.m. Oh, one of your night dumps. Yeah. No way. You've been yeah. doing your own Weird Al style. My own version of Night Poopin', yeah. Parody yeah. Of, of Night Fever. It's the same parody. The exact same one, which leads me to believe everyone does that too. <laughs> at least when they do their night poos. I will now. Yeah, I mean, the next time I do it, I can't remember the last time I've ever done a night poo. I, I can't imagine I'd have been well. It's usually, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, it's usually junk food or alcohol induced. Another one that works well with night pooping is jive talking. Oh, I had not thought of that. Night pooping, pooping at night. <laughs> Good loving. <laughs> then just keep the rest of the lyrics. I was going to give us a break between talking about shit. <laughs> oh, and it's my fault. But since we're here... You ever noticed how people void their bowels when they die? (laughs) I have seen movies about it. I've never seen it in real life. I've been around corpses, but I didn't check to see if they had pooped. Yeah. Well, it's not pleasant, is it? (laughs) The idea. I don't want to think that when I die on my deathbed, right, my legions of followers 
who have who have come with me literally to the grave and probably want to be buried with me. I mean, well, my point of view on that sort of thing is that if at that point I'm thinking at all about the shit I left behind, I have bigger problems because my entire, like view of the cosmos has changed very suddenly. I'm not going to be thinking about how soiled my drawers are. Yeah? No, because I'll still be thinking and realizing with existential horror that there's more. Uh, well, it's a real mind prison, right? Because you can't do anything about your thoughts. You can't. I can't do anything about my thoughts at all. I can relate. Yeah. As evidenced by this podcast, but you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it speaks to how different we are as people, because if I'm on my deathbed, I think the last five minutes will be spent. Like this, These will be my final <laughs> thoughts, right? Oh, my God. I'm about to shit myself, and I won't be able to stop it because I'll be... That's it. <laughs> That's the last thing. In fact, the last thing I'll say will probably be sorry for the shit. And that'll be so <laughs> profound. Not realizing it's a literal until it's too late. But anyway, I thought, why not? As a corpse lightens its burden, why don't we lighten the mood? With a new service I've come up with, specifically for grieving families. <laughs> this is, it's funny. Um, a friend of mine, I do another podcast with them. They're on their way right now to go see their grandfather who's about to die. So I was talking to her about death all morning as I was doing other things. And now you're you're coming in with a solution that you probably needed the whole time. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's a service called Holy Farters, and we travel to the deathbeds of the nation. We'll start in, I don't know, what's your local hospital? Boston Hospital. Yeah. Boston Medical. Yeah. Boston Medical. We can mm. go there, you know, go where, where people are dying. And... We've arranged this with, you know, one of the family as a surprise for the others. I'm sure that'll be fine. I'm sure there's like no no jerk at a family. We'll start small, but I think, you know, over time there's a real opportunity for us to get involved with the National Hospice. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, I think there's a charity in this. Yeah. But you don't know what it is yet, Conrad, do you? Do you know what this is? Wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> What's it called again? Farting? We've set this up. I've got an EIN. <laughs> That's a business thing, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a... Yeah. Right, look, here's what Holy Farters is. Holy Farters, yeah. I mean, we could be a, be a, C, a C Corp. That's, a you yeah. know, one of those those profits that does, you know, good, social good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we turn up to the hospital dressed as angels, and, and you, Jonathan, you go up to the counter at the, the hospital and just say, pray tell, it is me, an angel from heaven. I hear someone's about to pop their clocks. Where may we go for visitations and hallelujahs? And obviously they'll point us in the right direction, or we'll go our own way and find it. Uh, at which point we burst in. I hear someone's about to die in front of their family. Hooray! <laughs> now you might wonder why we're saying hooray. It's because it's good, actually. <laughs> they would be stunned. Not even sad yet. That gives us time. <laughs> uh -huh. That gives us time, yes. Ooh, what do I smell? Oh, no. It looks like the time has come. Your mother is here. 
Don't cry, little Lucy. Your mother is turned into an angel. Don't worry about the smell. That's just Hades come to take her away. And Conrad will be there dressed as Hades. You know, mm-hmm. skull for a for a head. Get a skull mask. I've got loads, literally, latex ones. Robes. Just to, you know, personify death. Yeah. <laughs> Which they want. They, they're, they, the grieving family is wondering. <laughs> right, right. Will we get to see death? Yeah. Well, I was thinking to myself, if we're going to put a positive spin on the death of a family member, they're probably going to wonder about the stink of shit. So, basically, as as Conrad is threatening the family, I, I, I like to think that I'm, you know, providing. Uh, um, uh, 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 something else for them to think about in this trying time. Well, yeah, like what happens if they try anything, things of that nature. Right. Um, while Conrad's distracting the family, uh, you and me, Jonathan, dressed as angels, we're at the foot of, of the recently departed's bed, gathering all of that shit together. What? Because... What shit? Because they, they, because they, they defecated? They voided their bowels, yeah. Okay. So we're gathering all that together. Gathering. And what we're going to do is we're going to use it like modeling clay. We're going <laughs> to roll it up into a ball, Jonathan. Then we're going to stretch that ball out a bit, give it some little wavy frills at the bottom, stretch out, pull some little arms out the side, okay? Poking some eye holes and a smiley face. Your mother, little Lucy, has turned into a ghost. And now she's going to fly out the window to join my father in heaven. And then we fling the shit out the window. (laughs) Not only are we providing a disposal service for the hospital, I'll be expecting we rake in a tidy sum. We've just solved the family's bereavement, or at least little Lucy's. That's why we needed Hades. Right. Because <laughs> we got a divorce the smell of shit from the smell of a ghost. Don't worry, we've sprayed some Febreze on the ghost. On the ghost, which is a shit ball. <laughs> uh, so, 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 wow. So, yeah. Conrad said, I need to distract them from the death. Yeah. I will be dressed as death as I Balloon do Balloon animals and threats. Yeah. But he's not distracting them. He is <laughs> rubbing it in as we <laughs> rub shit into our hands in front of the family. The dead person's shit. We, we are Don't violating like their final, their final bit of dignity by saying like, got any shit in there? We're gonna this find it. We're gonna gather it. And the family's like, gather it? What? It, you don't need to gather it. It's already a shit. It's in one shit piece. You're like, oh no, push it together, form it, bake it. Roll it, make it, and they're 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 horrif- hor- horrified as, as Conrad is just in the corner as some sort of shabby grim, grim reaper being like, "Death is here." They died. <laughs> they know they died. He doesn't need to. Balloon animals, just <laughs> time to cheer you up, kids. Or maybe you know, really, really lean into it, you know. And you'll be next. Oh, oh no. <laughs> 
no. I love that. That's so charming. Um, so yeah, I mean, did you say gather it naked or something? Gather? No, I don't think That's I said that. That's what I heard. Oh, you know, though, that might that might be oh, what's no. necessary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just from a purity perspective, yeah. right? Returning to nature. We're wearing white robes. I don't want shit on my robes, Jonathan. Don't be so foul. Oh, no. we, we'll disrobe first. Uh, we got swimsuits on underneath, right? You've got one of those sort of professional swimwear, like scuba gear on. Okay. I'll, I'll be rocking, you know, with my beach bod now. I'll be having the bikini. Uh, <laughs> we'll uh, gather up. We'll make a little ghost. I've got a, one of those little blowtorches for food, like for a creme brulee. Just to give it some structural integrity, we'll bake it a little. I heard you say bake. I did say bake. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna <laughs> spray so on the Febreze. You've got a ghost. Fling it out the window. Mother's gone now. Bye. <laughs> Open flame. Corpse. Shit. Children. You keep saying it's the shit of a corpse. It's a corpse. It's a corpse. It's a little bit prejudiced. <laughs> they were alive just before they shat. It's still technically live poo. It's just as warm. So it's the body. In fact, you could do that. Little Lucy, I'll prove it's your mother. Don't cry. Touch the shit. I just, I think it's kind of disrespectful how, how, you know, like all of a sudden, just because they're dead, they're different somehow. Yeah. I expected more of you, Jonathan. Touch your mother's arm and then touch, touch the ghost. This ghost is filled with your mother's warmth. Wow. Out the window. <laughs> so the, the thing about children is they don't know that there's rules, that there's standards, that what reality even is. You can say to a kid, this shit is a ghost and they might believe you. And then you throw the shit ghost out the window. <laughs> and they see it not fly. They see it arch down and splatter on the maybe on somebody's head down there and be, oh you're in heaven they know that shit ghost is not in heaven they know it's a, a pie on the sidewalk sorry about that doctor it isn't shit it's a ghost i've cleared it up not literally the, the doctor's very angry out there we hit him with a ghost we've got to get out of here yeah, that's just typical, isn't it? Just fucking typical. One these these doctors that, you know, it's like, oh, I'm so smart. I'm so godlike with my power. They don't believe in something like a ghost, yeah. right? And, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate. That's the problem they have with it. Yeah. They wouldn't know a ghost if it was thrown out of a window at their head. Ooh, let's see if we can get him out the window. <laughs> Oh, I haven't mentioned. I know you've been worried, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a mini mouse bikini. Oh, I hadn't thought. I did think about the bikini. I I figured it would be white for some some reason. No, I took the white robe off so I wouldn't get shit on it. Yeah, maybe that's where my logic is flawed here. I bought the mini mouse bikini specifically to get human feces on it. (laughs) I never did the GameCube commercial. You never did, do it? No, I talked about me... On the toilet, and that just whisked whisk you away. Now it's going to happen again. Oh, Jonathan, tell us about that time you were on the toilet. Yes. That's yeah, this is something I'm interested in. Yeah, was it enjoyable? 
Did you feel like your, the inside of your rectum was lubricated with enough mucus for an easy uh, deposit? I didn't think about it. I was worried about my crying child. I didn't think about my anus and mucus. I Oh, God, if a child's crying, I'm just going to think about, you know, anything to take my mind off the sound of a crying child, up to and including anal mucus. It's really, it's real, isn't it? This mucus you talk about. I don't know much about this stuff. <laughs> this mucus you talk about. Yeah, it's only as if I you. Go on TV as an expert. <laughs> You're the only one who's ever told me about it. For years now, you've been like, so about the mucus. And I'm like, what? Is, what is, I, I did, didn't think about it then. And I only think about it with you. It's a real association I have. So I like my friends to associate me with anal mucus. <laughs> It's natural, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. So, no, yeah, <laughs> like head lice. <laughs> that's the, Those are that's the two the, things. The two things not to be ashamed of are head lice and anal mucus. And people at this point are begging me to stop saying it. So, why don't? Yeah, Jonathan sometimes pitches ideas to sell the Nintendo GameCube to us. Very rarely. Yeah, I was sold years ago, but. I love to be sold again. I buy one every time he does it. I want to get Donkey Konga. But tell us about GameCube. So this is what happened. Then I was driving my son to work and he was silent, just still enraged. Sorry, his work, which is school. Not all of a sudden, I, I was trying to be proud of myself. So I was still thinking about Dunkle Monkus, the liquid wizard. Oh. And I heard in my head, Dunkle Monkus, the li liquid wizard is brewing up a spell. And then suddenly I saw a wizard in a purple robe with a long beard saying, I want to eat raw sewage. I want to give birth in a landfill. <laughs> it was a surprise. And uh, then a guy with sunglasses named Chad goes, hey, what you brewing up? He says, I'm going to insert this into my belly button and get myself pregnant. So he's got a, got a purple uh, syringe and he jams it in to his... Uh, Belly button starts to pu slowly push it in, and his, his belly's expanding. Oh, I feel it! I'm conceiving! And Chad's like, here we go. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, Dunkle Monkus just cut to landfill. Dunkle Monkus, leg spread. Ah, I'm pushing it out! I'm pushing out my baby! And Chad's like, I can see the head. Baby comes out, and it's a little purple. They're worried it's dying. It's not. It's talking. The baby says, plug me in. Plug me in. It's time to play. Plug me in. Plug me in. It's time to play a little GameCube, baby. And they all start dancing in the trash. Little GameCube, baby, here to save the day. They jam, <laughs> jam GameCube controllers into the baby's body. And it's, it hurts. Ah! 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 They plug, they plug the RCA cables into the baby's face. Ah! I didn't think it would hurt so bad. <laughs> they shove a disc into the baby's mouth. <laughs> Donkey Konga, Donkey Konga, and they're all just playing Donkey Konga on the on the baby that's attached to the television. GameCube. Oh God. God, I'll buy three more. I'm going to buy three more <laughs> SKUs of GameCubes. At first, I, I have to admit, at first I thought maybe a GameCube comes out of Dunkle Monkus, the liquid wizard. I'm like, no, nah, it's a baby. Yeah. But then it's a GameCube. I feel like it would be more ethical than how they're made. <laughs> Game consoles were birthed by wizards in landfills. 
<laughs> but what they do to the baby afterwards, I have mixed feelings about it. Like, am I encouraging? What, would there be headlines? Would I be to blame? I mean, that's it. Is, is synthetic life uh, protected under human rights? That's this is a good point. That's the ultimate question of this podcast. Well, no, there's a, there's a larger question I have. Um, what kind of healthcare benefits do the wizards get? Mm, no. Can I be a, a liquid wizard? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not. It, it, there's a reason it's happened in a yeah. landfill, I guess. I don't know what the reason is, but I think it's because. It'd make a good Saturday morning kids show. Mm. You give it one of those like hair metal intros. Liquid wizards, they're here to save the day. Oh, the vocal fry on the end of that, the the slight dipping. Yay! Crazy. But what do they do? They just have babies. Uh, <laughs> Constant birth. Yeah, having babies in landfills. <laughs> you never know. Well, I'm I'm glad I I got that idea out yeah. before you did too many other great ideas that that make it seem worse in comparison. Oh, I'm out of ideas. Oh yeah, we're completely bereft. <laughs> That's okay. I'm an empty, hollow child. Just a vessel. Yeah, I want to play Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad, right? Oh. There's a video game store in town. I wonder if they've got Donkey Kong. I've not been in yet. I think with the bongos, it's fairly hard to get at this point. Yeah. I had like four sets of those fucking bongos <laughs> at one time. Just because I was working retail at a place that sold video games and those were supposed to be shipped back to the manufacturer, uh, but nobody bothered to do it. Yeah. And so they sat there until they were marked down to $4 <gasps> and I scrapped them. Wow. And then over time, with many moves, I, I got rid of them all. Mm. Of course. Did you get to sell them for at least a, a tidy no, profit? No, I think I donated them when I left Phoenix, actually. Of course you did. Jeez. Was this when you worked at Circuit City? Yeah. Where circuits are state-of-the-art. Uh. They, they were. They were. It was service was state-of-the-art. Yeah. Yeah. Was it service or circuits? Yeah, it was service. Service was state-of-the-art. You know why service was state-of-the-art? Because you worked there? Because they were the first company to have a computer database of customer information. Really? That's it. That's that's why they were so successful. It's because they knew when you came in what you bought last time. Ha! I would, and they went under. Oh, yeah. Well, they went under because they tried to adapt to the business model of Best Buy, which was not that. Uh. It was not having employees that knew about and cared what customers needed. Oh, and they sold their credit division. Oh, that doesn't sound smart. Yeah, if you sell your credit card, if you see a retailer that has a credit card, sell their credit card to another financial institution, sell any stock you've got, because that shit's done. Ha, huh. interesting. It's free money. Yes. It's just collecting interest. It's true. Yeah. Well, now I know about Circuit City. This has been like, I have to go to a work meeting fairly soon, so this might be a short episode. I don't know. Oh, no. We didn't get ed something educational into this by mistake. I think we did. I think this is the best episode of the show ever. You can get the bongos for pretty cheap online. Oh, really? How much? Um, There's one here with the uh, Donkey Konga 2 included. Uh, I forgot there was a 32 sequel. 32 bucks. That's I not bad. probably have Konga and... Um, Jungle Beat? Jungle Beat, yeah, mm. on discs around here somewhere. Nice. If you do get bongos, I might get a GameCube as well. I've got one. I'd need the GameCube. <laughs> I, I mean, I also have a GameCube you could borrow. I can't say I might get one, but definitely will get the bongos. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I also have a GameCube you could borrow. Oh, That's not, yeah. it's not an issue. I have most of this shit in a closet. That is true. You've got a lot of game stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thing is, the Wii 
is just a functioning GameCube. I don't think... That too. I've got a couple of those. Yeah, I have, I have three of those lying around. So I can bring those. I can bring those to Philadelphia. We'll have a Wii party. We'll have a Wii party. And then we'll play on the Wii. Yeah, can we all get our Wiis out? <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. There is a game called Wii Party. Yeah. Where we could play. It's all right. It's a board game. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I brought the brought the energy. Oh down. no, we let Jonathan talk about video games too, and it was my fault because oh, I God. I desperately needed to talk about Donkey Konga. <laughs> we could make. Why am I talking about buying bongos when we've got a perfectly good Jonathan going idle? Right. When Jonathan could pull down his little pantaloons and bend over, and then all we have to do is take turns slapping his ass, going. We'll have to plug him into the GameCube, and it may require an adapter. Yeah, but we'll uh, we'll plug him. I, I I created this, so I need to. That's what I'll say. Once we've set you up, we'll look at our little GameCube, Jonathan, and go. I made this. I'm uh, very proud of it. Gave birth to it in a landfill. I made this. Yeah. You're there, just yelling. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. <laughs> We got a, you know, power plug in your ass. We've got a, a tube dispensing food into your mouth. It's kind of like the human centipede, except it's kind just... Kind of. The human GameCube. The game Cuban. Mm. The game Cuban. Yeah. Cuban, mm. Cuban. They're both no. good. Yeah. Cuban, Cuban. It's... The game Cuban used to run Destructoid. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't work as well as I thought it did. <laughs> you know, I forgot that Bongos... I think I read somewhere that they were influenced by ass that ass came first and people noticed they noticed that individual cheeks of different sizes made different noises when you hit them and adapted this to huh i could have dreamt that too i do mix up my dreams with wikipedia no but i like it i like it a lot it really does speak to something because you know when you think about it what are bongos they're just stretched leather over a Big old tube. Yeah, and I want to stretch my leather over your big old tube, Jonathan. Exactly. Well, on that note, I'm going to uh, go to this meeting. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go away, I am. <laughs> yeah, I have to, I think. It's starting soon. I might have uh, a bunch of to-dos I have to do before the meeting. A bunch of do's to do? Mm. I might have to do a do. I have to review what I did. To do a do-do? Do me. <laughs> no. I did my doo-doo. Jonathan, I want you inside of me. What? What? (laughs) I did a big training yesterday, and then we didn't debrief. We didn't talk about if it was any good. (laughs) So that's what I have to do is talk about whether I did well, and I have to do well when they talk about if I did well or else. Yeah. So they're going to debrief you. Debrief is obviously where we were going to go back to in that sentence. I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, I guess so. So it's going to, my briefs are going to be deed. Yeah, we're going to like take all your clothes off like they do in that play scene in Interview with a Vampire. I forgot about that. Me and Conrad will have bin bags on and we'll rip your clothes off and then we'll go (laughs) at you for hours. I hope I can even get this file to you, my computer that has a SD card reader because I record this on SD cards now. Is dead. I might need to go to Best Buy. Well, gather its poo up and fling it out the window. (laughs) Because it's a ghost. Because that's the ghost of my computer. The ghost. Yeah. Poos are sort of like a ghost anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, it's what's left of you, I guess. Yeah. 
from your insides. It's your soul, is what you're saying. It's once all of the useful good stuff has been taken out of you by this world, it's what's left behind. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, if you think about it, shit is just the soul of the food that we ate. It really is. It's soul food. (laughs) (laughs) It's just feces, the waste. Yeah. It's all (laughs) You know what? What? Sometimes I, I finish one of these recordings and just think to myself, Steph, you're pathetic. No! <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, do you feel more famous or more pathetic today? Like, which one out of the two is your closest to? I don't feel pathetic at all. I, 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 if anything, then. I would be, yes, more famous. The system works. The system works. All right, we better let you get back to your meeting. Full of ideas and beans. And wires, I hope. Oh, I hope. I'd love to fill him full of wires. Hey. I know, then you could be like, what's it? The Borg? Tetsuro the Iron Man. Or Billy Idol in that music video for Shock to the System off the Cyberpunk album. Yeah, I think about that song a lot, too. I think about that a lot. Why? Why do we think about it? For people who don't know, it goes like this. I've sang it on this show before, I think. It goes, Shock to the System. (laughs) I said, yeah. Well, all right. Like, he doesn't have anything... He doesn't even care. He's just up there being being himself, saying the words. Anyway, enough out of me. All right, bye. bye. <laughs> Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. Plug me in, plug me in. It's time to play a little GameCube, baby, here to save the day.